Big Fluff. Poor Jojo. What's wrong, little man? Hi, Adolf. Want to tell me about that rabbit incident? What was all that about? They wanted me to kill it. I'm sorry. I couldn't. Don't worry about it. I couldn't care less. But now they call me a scared rabbit. Let them say whatever they want. People used to say a lot of nasty things about me. Oh, this guy's a lunatic. Oh, look at that psycho. He's going to get us all killed. <laughs> Hobo Radio, the official podcast of HoboTrashCan.com. You can share your thoughts on the show anytime by emailing Joel at Murphy's Law at HoboTrashCan.com. This is Kevin Conroy, the voice of Batman, and you're listening to Hobo Radio. So stay tuned. And now, two guys with worse jokes than me. Joel Murphy and Lars. <laughs> Hello again. I'm Joel Murphy. This is Hobo Radio. And with me for 2020, motherfuckers. <laughs> Lars Periwinkle. That's right. All year, motherfuckers. Yeah. So, like, <laughs> who, what action movie? I mean, Bad Boys for Life is coming out so that it yeah. might be too late i don't know when they shot this or when they planned to release it they might not but like mm-hmm. is what are the chances that we get an action movie where the last line is like the hero going like because hindsight's 2020 like right as he puts the bullet in the villain's head oh <clears throat> i was i thought i was really hoping this bad boys movie took place in the past <laughs> Like I, I'm thinking like 1983. Oh yeah, I gotta be yeah. honest. I'm excited for it. Yeah, we all should be. Yeah, they're bad boys it's for ridiculous. life. It's, I think uh, we have talked about many times on this show that uh, it like it's Michael Bay's opus, Bad Boys Two. Bad Boys Two. Keep that in mind. Bad yeah. Boys Two, not Bad that Boys One. A, yeah, no, not Bad Boys One. No, yeah. Bad Boys One. Actually, it had more substance. But that's and, what that's why it's bad. Which is yes, it's a it's a low bar to have more substance. But yeah, it's Bad Boys Two. That is his opus. That's when someone says, "What's a Michael Bay movie?" Just watch that. Yeah, that's that's shit, everything. It is shit. Just got real. But this one looks fun. It looks really cool. Uh, I I hope it's good. I also I I'm sure I've probably talked about the fact that Molly and I. Uh, that was when the first time we hung out. We watched Bad Boys Two <laughs> together. <laughs> Well, now I can see why your marriage is so strong. Yeah. I don't... I wish they had... Part of me wishes they had gone with the original title, My Friend Martin Needs a Paycheck. (laughs) Yeah. I think it just didn't test as well. You know, it's kind of wordy. It doesn't... It doesn't really... It doesn't really say what it does on the can. Yeah, but as we all know, this is from the uh, bleeding out every last drop of every recognizable uh, property multiverse 
you know, like that shared cinematic there universe. I don't know what's left. <laughs> there, there isn't anything. The I saw a thing, by the way. Like I don't know if you saw this, where uh, I still don't put any stock in it until it happens. But there was an article recently that said like Fox is open to a, a, a Firefly revival, and I'm like, yeah, fucking, of course they are. They, they've yeah, done they everything are. else. Fucking mad about you was brought back. Mad about you and Murphy Brown, which I'm not judging you. I'm just saying all of those people are they're senior citizens, and yeah. let's bring them, let's bring them back to be, um, you know, uh, 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 spunky journalists. Yeah, and the the hustle and bustle of the modern age in Washington D.C. It wasn't good, but they they just have to. Yeah, I, it's but it's. It is interesting because what it like I know they're not thinking about the future but like if everything now is just things that already existed what it what do you mind 10 years from now <laughs> At some point yeah, you have to the, make something new and, Yes and you're you're talking to someone you're, you're talking to two people who like it, anything you know okay well S- Star Wars didn't exist before 1977 Batman's what 38 yeah so we don't mind old ideas <laughs> it's just that when you when you keep going back into a, a mind that's you strip the first time yeah well what, what, what's there what's what's left yeah i yeah it, it's just i don't know i will say <laughs> to just completely undercut myself uh that i love all the trailers for birds of prey Yes, I yeah, I finally watched this because the second trailer came out yeah. uh, this week, and I watched it, and that looks really rad. It looks like a lot of fun. No, I love the way it's shot. It looks like we might actually get a good Harley Quinn movie. I like that the trailers are making it very clear that she broke up with the Joker, and they're not showing him. I'm excited about that. He could still show up. I don't. Yeah. I'm not. I'm not discounting a Batman showing up either at some point. But which Batman? The Affleck. Don't know. A- yeah. Okay. Look. Look. I'm not. I'm not tipping my hat or anything i'm just saying they looked a lot of places for a batman they may have found one in a very unlikely place yeah you know the twi- what i mean the twilight series <laughs> 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 i will say for uh i don't know what good this thought does me but i had this thought for some reason uh watching marriage story which was i was like you know i feel like adam driver would be a pretty good batman so, okay, there you go. Sure, it, lots of people will be a pretty good Batman for what it's worth. He doesn't have to, you know. I think about it. He actually could be a good Batman. I know. I was thinking that. <laughs> <sighs> Weirdly, I thought that watching Marriage Story, not Rise of Skywalker. So I don't. <laughs> <laughs> uh, it's the way he punches that wall. That you only get that if you've trained with the League of Shadows. <laughs> <laughs> I don't. How did how did so many memes come from a movie that really not a lot of people have seen? I don't know. I will say, <laughs> having watched that movie, which I did enjoy, uh, when that scene came up, I had like an like because it's the first time you actually like really see that apartment, and I recognized it from the meme of them arguing, and I was right. like, "Oh, this is going to be the argument scene," and it's Here it's it actually a good scene, but it's impossible at this point to not. Like, just think about all the funny memes and, like, kind of sure. undercut it a little bit. Yes. 
So I looked at here's the thing mm-hmm. is that the the trailer for the movie looks good. It, it makes the movie look good. And uh, and then people are talking about that. It's good. Um, and then it gets some uh, recognition and some nominations and whatever. And then uh, I was I was so close. I was so close to watching the thing like two and a half hours. Oh, what? I had to, what? <laughs> I had that, like, when Molly and I hit play and I saw that runtime pop up at the bottom, I was like, seriously? It's weird, too, because the movie immediately from the start is like they're getting a divorce. So it, like, already starts you at that point. You don't see their marriage dissolve. It's already at yeah. that point. And so it's like, we really needed two hours. And I will say, um, well, I did like it, I guess, spoiler warning for this movie. I love the idea that there could be a spoiler warning. And also, this is not consequential at all. But uh, there was a very long uh, scene where Adam Driver sang a whole song that I don't know. He sang why an entire in. song? Yeah. And I'm like, why? I, look, man, I know you're a playwright. This probably happened in real life, but you couldn't cut this, you know? You could, no one needs that. I don't care how long or short that song. It could be a Presidents of the United States of America song, and I still don't think you should sing an entire goddamn song in a movie. No, it's just, it's way too long. It, it's just, and again, I don't like it, it when they sing a whole movie in musicals. I mean, sing yeah. a whole song in musicals, just like, I, yeah, I get the impression of what you're doing. Now there's a dance number? Come on. Yeah, it's a little exhausting. So, uh,. <sighs> But no, um, I guess all of this, look, man, we got to address, I don't want to spend a lot of time, but we got to address this elephant in the room. We we have an, a problem because we made a vow, but that was 2018, oh, no. Lars we can't, and Joel. We can, we can just not talk about the, look, we can talk about the Academy Award nominations without talking about the movie, right? Well, we said we weren't going to talk about that movie anymore, but then apparently... Uh, spoiler alert, it's the best movie that was made last year. (laughs) (laughs) I didn't realize that at the time that we discussed it, but apparently Mm -hmm. the Academy (laughs) felt other. I'll just look, I'll say this because I'm not even going to talk too much about that movie. I will say that anyone who's listened to this show, anyone who knows us, knows that we and have if you a haven't long... listened to this show we're talking about joker again and i'm so oh. sorry i'm so yeah. sorry but i want to say this before i don't know what we're going to say about the joker specifically but i just want to say this as a general thing before we get more specific which was we have a long history of discussing the academy awards um their uh obtuseness <laughs> uh, mm-hmm. the the many examples of them just being weirdly tone deaf and weirdly like you know picking uh forrest gump over shawshank redemption and pulp fiction or you know shakespeare in love over saving private ryan like Mm -hmm. or green book over all of those other movies (laughs) (laughs) every movie that came out last year (laughs) like but uh so it's no surprise i shouldn't be surprised like you know, the definition of insanity is doing the same thing over and over again and expecting different results. However, mm-hmm. I weirdly suckered myself into believing that the nominations were going to be interesting this year because I thought there were so many good movies. Like, I saw Parasite and I loved it. Yeah. I saw The Farewell and I loved it. Uh, yeah. I thought there was really interesting stuff. I hadn't even seen Lighthouse, but I just, like, I know people liked that and I was like, oh, that's a cool, weird movie. Like, it just seemed like... 
there was a genuine possibility to really nominate some cool shit. I saw Knives Out. I fucking loved Knives Out. This is one of the, my favorite yeah. movies that I saw last year. There was a lot of good stuff, and then these nominations came out, and I, 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 I shouldn't have been caught off guard, but somehow I was. Where I went, same, same old shit. Yeah, where I went, oh, okay. I mean, someone you like, you know, someone pointed out the the, the professions of all of the. Uh, <laughs> That the characters played of you know the actors that are uh, are in uh, the lead actor, and they were all like actor playwright. <laughs> uh, uh-huh. If you count Joker, it, it, it listed him as like comedian. You know, it was like it's entertainer for sure. Yeah, but entertainer. But it was like actor, actor, playwright, comedian, and then Pope <laughs> was the <laughs> the outlier. But uh, but like just. You know, it's so insular. It's so, you know, I mean, you knew Once Upon a Time in Hollywood would get nominated because the Academy loves to blow itself. Like, if anything is predictable, it's how much they love movies about Hollywood. Uh, They also love uh, war movies, so you're not surprised there. Like, you know, just all Mm -hmm. the stuff that you're like, if you were mocking them ahead of time of what they were going to nominate, that's what they went for. A bunch of white guys. They didn't. They somehow, you know, recognized Little Women and they recognized Greta Gerwig in other categories, but not Best Director. Um, mm. They recognized Parasite, but somehow none of those actors are good, apparently. That movie's good. Mm. I don't know who's in it because apparently none of those actors. <laughs> and I, yeah. I saw that. I think it's like the sixth time the Academy's done that where they've like taken an Asian film and given it uh, a lot of awards like it happened with uh, Crouching Tiger Hidden Dragon it happened with Slumdog Millionaire like where they'll give it all these awards but none of the actors get nominated yeah I don't I don't get that at all they I think the first time I saw that um, or recognized it at least was with um, a serious man which was a Coen Brothers film where it was it was nominated for Best Picture and then one other category. I want to say it was either screenplay or direct. I don't know if the Coen Brothers were directed, well, were nominated for director or not. But those were the two. Where I'm like, it was you nominated for Best Picture of the Year, but none of the actors were good enough. None of the costuming was good enough. Not even like the sound mixing wasn't terrific, but for some reason, one of the best pictures of the year. Yeah. It just doesn't make any fucking sense. Yeah. Well, and it, yeah, it's just, I don't know. They're all over the place, but yeah, it's just this like shit that it's always, um, you know, it's always the white people that we recognize. Like Oscars yeah. so white is a hashtag that gets used in like. Thin- and honestly, if they had, <clears throat> it wasn't in, in my mind, anyways. It's not emphasized enough that Joker is a comic book movie about the origin of a comic book villain. Yeah, the D- the DC logo appears before the title credits. You know, it's a comic book. And I, I think if that had been emphasized in some way, shape, or form, you don't get that because I I don't want to hear about well we're, we're finally recognizing comic book movies as art because. Well, fuck you. First of all, recognize artists as artists. Right. (laughs) Um, No matter where they're from or their gender. But also, you know, like this one, because it was, you know, kind of uh, produced in a a more, I, I don't know what to say, artistic or gritty fashion that gets it gets the most recognition. I don't. Well, what is that? 
Well, yeah. I mean, it's first of all, you know, it, it got more nominations than The Dark Knight, including uh, Best Picture, which The Dark Knight didn't get. Uh, yeah. We now have nominated two actors for playing the Joker, which is fucking hilarious. Uh, yes. Um, I hope it's like Winston Churchill. I really hope that we can live in a world where uh, if you're an old British actor and you want to win an Academy Award, you have to play the Joker in order right. to, to get it. Like, that's that's what you go for. Uh, instead of a fat suit, it's just like the white face paint. <laughs> uh, but no, I mean, like, what drives me crazy is... And I saw there was a Slate article that really did sum it up. It's like, I don't begrudge them making this movie. I think, you know, what's both good and bad about the Disney Marvel approach to comic book movies is you know what you're getting. Like, they don't take a lot of risks. They, they've they actually parted ways with directors uh, who, you know, go too far outside of the box. They they got a thing. They They want them all to feel the same. It's a shared universe. You know, they want everything to feel pretty similar you know so there's Mm. and i get that and so it's fun that dc is like you know sort of by necessity i would point out like let's not pretend like they're just you know visionaries they they need to do something because they can't make the movies as good they would love to do what marvel's doing it hasn't worked for them Mm -hmm. so their thing is like well we're gonna try this and i i love them for trying it like you know take the joker seriously get a good actor to do a really unique take on it rip off Martin Scorsese a lot like it's fun that's a cool movie and and there should be room for that to exist and I get why people liked it but like the idea that then that's good and all the other ones aren't I mean what is like I don't know I had a much more you know emotional reaction to watching Avengers Infinity War and Avengers Endgame I was more connected to those characters I thought visually it was cooler you know like I mean mm-hmm. like think about that last scene just like how hard that was to piece together there's like a hundred characters they're all showing up like it has everyone has to make sense you have to be able to track the action it has to look cool you have to find yeah, moments totally. think about think about how big those plot holes could have been yeah and then see how small they ended up yeah and and really that's <clears throat> i thought we were going to get a sort of um like a uh, uh a peter jackson-esque amalgam of of uh, nominations for Endgame being the end of the Infinity Saga, I didn't think it was going to be peppered through there. If I wanted to see anything, and what I secretly hope to myself, and I never said out loud because it's in retrospect, it 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 feels, and I mean feels emotionally, it feels ridiculous for me to ever have thought this, but I thought <clears throat> that being the supposed and you know ultimately the last time that Robert Downey Jr. is going to play Tony Stark. And given the 12-year character arc that he went through with multiple writers and directors and how he not only kept his core character consistent, but also grew it, grew the character through each script, where he started and where he ended up, I thought maybe just like, I don't know, it could have been... It could have been supporting actor. It could have been just like he wasn't going to win, but we're going to nominate him because that was a phenomenal thing he did the past decade plus. And now when it didn't happen, looking back, you know what? That is fucking stupid of me to think they would ever recognize him for that achievement. Well, look, man, like 
you know, if if you liked the Joker, if you connected with it, that's great. Like, I, I don't begrudge anyone that. But I and I don't know if I've talked about it on the show or not, but I've thought about the moment a lot. Like the scene in Avengers Infinity War where okay. Thor talks to like and all of this is great. Like it's the God of Thunder <laughs> talking sure. to a CGI raccoon <laughs> voiced by Bradley mm-hmm. Cooper uh and he's they're having this talk about how oh what's you know, happened to them You're what's happened to the, them and, and yes, everything the they've pod, lost that is a great scene that is a great yeah scene. it's everything they've lost and it's <clears throat> thor going like you know well we have to build this weapon and we have to go kill thanos and you know and he's like well how do you know you can do it and he's like because that's what i've always done and it's like well, what if you're wrong this time and it's just this moment of like this guy this god who you know has lived this long life and has you know you know he's a literal god like actually like contemplating mortality and contemplating the idea that what if this is the guy who can defeat me and gives a very heartfelt well what else do i have to lose like yeah absolutely it wasn't like it wasn't heavy nor was it light it was very he was very frank about the whole thing i I, look i watched i watched my father die i watched my brother die i watched um i had to i had to make sure my sister died i watched like I, i i became the protector of my people and then watched them be all but eradicated by this thing and now we have to stop it and um and just coming to turn like he had never spoken about it to anyone, you know, and it is yeah. it is a it is a CGI <laughs> Bradley Cooper yeah. uh, raccoon. And so you're not going to take that seriously. But why the fuck not? How is that any more legitimate than um, than Joaquin Phoenix dancing on those steps as a Batman villain? You know? Yeah. And it's just, I mean, I would argue it's harder. Like, that's the thing. Bradley Cooper wasn't there. He was probably talking to a tennis ball, you know? Like, you have to find that emotion. Like, actually, no. He was talking to uh, (laughs) Sean Gunn in a green suit with a camera on his head. On his knees. Yeah, yeah. Sitting there on his knees in a complete green suit. (laughs) Like, I'm sure it looked ridiculous. Uh, but like he found real emotion in that. And, and it's just, I think it, it drives me crazy because like Scarlett Johansson was nominated for two Academy Awards for two different two. roles. Yes. Uh, she's one of the Avengers. Like, mm-hmm. how is it that she's the best actress when not in those movies and not no, when she's up. in them? Also, also, can I, g- g- before I say this. Hey, ScarJo, you were nominated for for two movies this year, and I saw you in two other movies this year, so way to fucking work. I know. How did she make all these movies? Kayla's was a son of a bitch. <laughs> <laughs> way, uh, way to go. Um, yeah, no, totally. And that's a, she's another – that's another great – there were so many great – I only point out RDJ because he was kind of <clears throat> um, – if um, – if Captain America was the heart of those movies, then Tony Stark was the backbone. Yeah. You know? And it kind of, Iron Man kind of kicked the whole thing off. So that's why I pointed out. But there are so many people who went through so many movies, so many story arcs, so many writers, so many directors, and kept their character consistent. Yeah. You know, so did, so did the writers, so did the directors. Like they, they all did. But when, what we see is that person in front of the camera 
And they, all of them were able to keep their shit together satisfyingly enough for me. I'm not so, I'm not so harsh a critic, but I do yeah. see those details and they were incredible. Yeah. And it's, it's just, again, like I, I talked about the Thor scene and then it's like, well, you know, in the, the next movie, it wasn't like that was just forgotten. It was, that was his arc in the whole movie. And people obviously focused on like, you know, he's now put on weight in this movie but mm-hmm. like it made sense because he was coming from that place of like i've never failed before and then he fails for the first time and the whole next movie is about understanding that and it's about his depression and redemption and like having this moment with his mom and like mm-hmm. kind of coming back from all that and finding out that like the moment too because the scene that kills me in that movie is the like when he gets his hammer back and like tears up going like i'm still worthy like yeah like that fucking floors me and so absolutely and you try to describe it and you say well you know thor got molnir back and he was really happy that he was still worthy of being himself and someone just rolls their eyes you fucking comic book nerd but no why is that why like this is a pretend person who's going through a pretend thing and pretending it really really well why is that more legitimate than your pretend person pretending a thing well that's also i mean to me and again i'm just gonna pick on this movie just because i just watched it but like Okay, so marriage story is all about, you know, a guy, you know, maybe similar to Thor, not Uh feeling like himself and feeling broken. That movie was written by a playwright slash director, and it's loosely based on his own real life. And the character is basically just him. The guy's a playwright in it. His, you know, wife that he's divorcing is an actor. I'm not bashing that, but like, isn't it harder and more interesting to take those same emotional stakes and transfer them to fighting a purple like demigod (laughs) with a like magical gauntlet and treating that with the same like emotional weight of you know like you know what i mean movies can be anything i'm I'm with you like like i'm with you i see what you're saying like it's it's almost like a a lack of imagination it's it's harder to humanize a person who isn't human (laughs) well it's also you can get more from that by because like again it's you know uh, Stephen King, who had his own like dust up on Twitter this week by I I I don't know like very at, at best giving him the benefit of the doubt, very poorly wording a tweet about diversity okay. <laughs> uh, in response to the Academy Award nominations. But Stephen King, who writes nothing but like white guy writers from Maine, like having yeah. crazy adventures happen to them, like yeah. I just. I feel like we should reward their movies. They're not plays. Like plays are different because like there's a, a realistic like you're in a room. They have to build the sets like in in the where we're at now, where we're at with special effects. Like you can make these movies look amazing. It it shows a lack of, you know, sort of creativity to make, you know, to be like the best movies are the ones about white guys living in new york trying Mm -hmm. to make plays and or movies like it's just you know what i mean you could make anything you can make a scene where a god talks to a animated squirrel and make that have weight and it's way harder it's harder for the actors but if you fucking pull it off like that's pretty great and so all of that very long-winded point to say i i just Mm. find it kind of annoying and this is weird i'm a comic book movie fan i'm a batman fan i watch all of these batman movies i love them like i love the characters i love the character the joker the fact that you're putting me in a situation where i'm like 
annoyed that you're loving this movie because I'm like, why this one? Like, what is it that, that like? What we like when the comic book movies can be serious art if they just like, you know, still are comic book movies, but like are set in the seventies. I don't even know. <laughs> like, like it's not even like there haven't been movies that like Watchmen. You know that movie wasn't great, but like if you're just like, oh, it's gritty. Well, first of all, the gritty thing was started with the Dark Knight, which again wasn't nominated for Best Picture. Like. Mm-hmm. Captain America's Civil Wars, pretty fucking gritty in terms of like, yeah. it's a movie about like the heroes turning on each other and it's about grief and about like, you know, being it's about grief and politics yeah. um, and personal responsibility yeah. and personal friendships yeah, um, so like, not, and about, and about uh, you know, um, patriarchies and matriarchies. It's about a lot of stuff. And again, well, just to point out, too, to, to kind of get what I was saying with Scarlett Johansson, too, of like, OK, so you have all this enthusiasm for Joker. You love this movie. It, it's apparently the the best movie to come out last year because it got the most nominations. Like, so next year, when a female directed uh, uh-huh. Harley Quinn starring movie Birds mm-hmm. of Prey comes out, are you going to have that same enthusiasm? Margot Robbie, I'll remind you, is nominated for an Academy Award this year. Like She's mm-hmm. apparently an Academy Award caliber actress. She's in a comic book movie about the character who dates the Joker. Uh, mm-hmm. So it's all about her journey and her like you know origin story of how she's really herself and like mm-hmm. separate from him. And dealing with the trauma of having been in that abusive relationship. Are we all going to have the same enthusiasm next year? Are we going to be talking about how it got 11 nominations? I don't I don't know, man. I don't know. I don't know. Are we ever going to get those, uh, those makeup awards for any of the Marvel series that were on Netflix? Because <laughs> on not all those episodes from all those shows... Of all those seasons were perfect, but there was some really good shit in there, and they don't yeah. put that crap in there either. I heard an ex- you know, I heard an excuse about like, well, um, Little Women has been made so many times. <sighs> what the fuck is that? Which it has. Little Women, <laughs> Little Women has been made and directed to death. Why yeah. they're even still doing it, I don't know. It's a it's a cool story, but there have been so, so, so many times that story has been told. It's um, been made less than they've made movies about World War Two, though. Well, yes. <laughs> and or yes, Winston indeed. Churchill, <laughs> specifically. But it is like, but, but like, it's a one, one book that they keep making over and over. I'm not telling them to stop. I'm just saying, if that's your reasoning, then you need to stop stop making movies i guess well, well we yeah. told, we've told this story too many times as this this particular well we have gone to too many times that's not a thing to you yeah i don't want to hear about that that you don't you don't even understand the language you just spoke if you're saying you can't go to a well too many times yeah because now there's a dramatic ghostbusters movie starring children also so i don't want to hear that bullshit also, yeah, Wells too many times. Remind me again, what was the movie that Bradley Cooper made last year that got all the awards recognition? <laughs> right! <laughs> you want to fucking talk right. about made a bunch of times in a Good well. Good lord. But also, again, another example. Bradley Cooper, somehow Academy Award worthy in that performance, even though, it, I'll stand by it, his best work is playing that fucking like CGI squirrel. 
I know it's a raccoon. Yes, his, be- his best work is Rocket as of me speaking right now. Yeah, it is. It's honestly not even close. He's great. Yeah. He's fucking great. Yeah. You know what the best part about it is, is I forget that Rocket is not Rocket. That helps. You know, he's a, he's Rocket, and I don't I don't think he's Bradley Cooper. That really helps a lot. The fact that, that I don't... so much. I like two things about it. One, I don't have to see yep. Bradley Cooper. And two, the fact that the <laughs> voice doesn't make me think of Bradley Cooper. <laughs> I think both those things really help. That is really good. I don't yeah. know why... Yeah, I don't. You and I both started hating on Bradley Cooper at the same time, and I can't really pinpoint why. I, I don't know, but, but now a lot most male performances these days, I look at him and go, nah, "You know what I like about it? Not Bradley Cooper. It's, it's a good oddly, boy. yeah. Boy, oh boy! It was funny when he yelled about wind farms in that movie last year, though. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I, but yeah, also Bradley Cooper nominated for another Academy Award. Uh, for uh, producing or whatever the Joker, he was involved with that. Him and Todd Phillips sure. both have a chance to win it. We're going to give Todd Phillips Academy Awards. That's where we're at. I just don't. Here's the thing: is that I don't. Usually, when we have these discussions, it comes to the same place, and I'm there right now. Of I'm not saying it's bad. I'm not even saying it's not really, really good. I'm just saying why. Yeah. There's always this one they pick out of all the others. Right. Like, this was the one. But yeah. why? Why does yeah. it get all of the nominations? Even if it doesn't win 100% of them, why does it, that one get all of the nominations? Why was right. that costuming so fucking awesome? Well, <laughs> Tell me, you I don't what, see it. Do you know why it drives me crazy, particularly with uh, Joker? Again, we talked about it at length. Uh, I think my feelings are clear. I didn't love that movie, and that's fine. But it's just like, it's this idea that that's the one. It got 11 Academy Award nominations. And next year, when these Academy Awards are over, uh, none of the, no comic book movies will be recognized. It will, everyone will just go, well, it was this one. This one was special, you yeah. know? And I know Black Panther got uh, nominated for Best Picture, got no acting nominations, like not much nope. of anything else, but it did no. get nominated for it Best got, Picture. Got those costumes, though. Yeah, got costumes, which is <laughs> great. And I'm, so great. I'm really happy that it got nominated, but it's also like, you know, that was, you know, a, kind of probably a little political, like the fact that that one got picked, you know, like, which it, I'm fine it with. Very, it could very well be, yeah. Which I, I'm fine with. I'm not bad mouthing that. I'm just pointing out the like, you know, it's it's like, well, okay, Black Panther was special. We nominated that one. Then like uh, this one, well, it's oh, Joaquin Phoenix is really showing us what it's like to be a, a white guy with problems. <laughs> and that's the thing is that you say you say it could have been nominated because it was political when it takes a, like a, a, an upheaval of people saying there needs to be more diversity and they say, okay, well then we'll not, we'll nominate these things and maybe they'll win a couple of awards when you should just, can you just look at it objectively? Well, that's what I'm trying to say. Thank you. Good shit through all of this crap. Thank you. And you're you're just picking out the shit that relates to you. Thank you. Cause I, I feel like I wasn't saying that as well as I wanted to be, but I think you just nailed what I was trying to say, which is it's not, that's not a reflection of that movie. It's just that like, it took that extra thing for you to be interested in that one when mm-hmm. you write off most of these movies, you know, just as a blank check, you know. And again, I'm not saying everyone needs to be nominated. There's good ones and there's bad ones and some are more interesting yeah. than the others. But like, yeah, again, like 
look at Civil War, look at Infinity War, like look at some of these movies, you know, that like really are doing something. And, and I think that's the thing too of like, you know, we always talk about like looking back again, I brought up a bunch of examples of like how you can see, you know, like it's crazy that now like it's just understood of the impact that Quentin Tarantino had, but still Pulp Fiction wasn't recognized. A lot of times it, it takes the Academy way too long to catch up to what's actually happening. And like they miss cultural movements and stuff but it's insane to me that 10 years of making these films and them being a huge global phenomenon that makes billions of dollars and it hasn't again that doesn't necessarily mean quality but like when people talk about this era of films they're going to talk about those movies and it's gonna look weird that like they were invisible from you know, getting actual no, that's recognition. A, that's a really good point. That's a really good point. I hadn't, I hadn't really thought about trying to see, <clears throat> see them in retrospect. Yeah. So, so far ahead, but that's a really good point. I just, I've been, you, you, you know me and I try to a fault. I try to stay objective. Yeah. And, um, I'm, I'm looking at these things like what, what is it about them? What is it about them, uh, uh, these these comic book movies, these action movies, these blockbusters that aren't good enough for you? And I just – I can't figure it out because what is it um, – I don't – is it because it's heavy-handed? I don't want to hear it because the King's speech. Um, is, it, <laughs> is it acted poorly? I don't. I don't really think so. Show me, show me how it's acted poorly. Like it, that's all very objective, but I want to hear what's inconsistent about some of these performances so much well, that it's not it's not as good as some of these other ones. Well, you but know? again, with the performances too, then it's this idea that these same performers like magically, you know, they go do something else that isn't a comic book movie. Like, are you implying that they phone it in? Like. You know, like, do they... Right. They're not trying as hard in the comic book movies? Their performance is worse? Honestly, honestly, like, all of my arguments live and die with Return of the King. If Return of the King sweeps all those fucking awards, then why aren't comic book movies treated with the same gloves? I don't get that. It's still fantasy. It's still acted well. It's still big budget. It's still violent. It still has giant action scenes. Like, what, what is it? It's still about the human condition. Um, like, tell me why that one gets all of those awards, but none of these are. Is it because you have people like Scorsese and Coppola coming out and saying it's just like flat out saying this isn't art? Yeah. And also, could you explain yourself with that? Because you haven't. You just say it's not. Well, and everyone takes you at your word because you're old fuckers. <laughs> well, I, look, I'll say this. I mean, Lord of the Rings, like, yeah, it, it got recognized for Academy Awards. But, like, I think we need to take into account there's some ridiculous fantasy stuff in those movies. But no one ever uses magic and there's no talking trees. Because that's the kind of shit that, like, would push it over the edge. <laughs> not to mention those ridiculous costumes. And the same person was in all of them. <laughs> Yeah, all of that, you know. <laughs> but wasn't Ian McKellen just better in those movies than he was in the X Men movies? You could just tell there was like a difference. Like, <laughs> I don't get, I don't get how he wins an Academy Award for the first movie and doesn't get nominated for the second two. I don't. Yeah, I don't, it's <laughs> it's dumb. Like it's so pick and choosing. We get we get first one. 
we get pissed off every year. Two, we try to figure out why we're so confused. And three, we say, well, it actually doesn't even fucking matter. It happens every single year. But I swear to God, it's still like even as society has tried to progress and people are yelling louder, they still just dig their heels in and just say, I don't we don't know. Well, then you shouldn't be in charge. Well, and it's also this has been a thing like, I don't know. It was hard for me not to look at this year's nominees and not feel like it was actually almost like a tantrum is <laughs> only the, right. the real way that I can describe it of like, you know what? No, we're nominating every tortured white guy. <laughs> mm-hmm. <laughs> like, no, Scorsese is still great. Like the Joker's. Yeah. He's the shit. Like we're just, we're doing it. Like <laughs> we're, this is what it's it. Everyone who gets not like literally I saw this and I, I mean, the only asterisk is that Brad Pitt uh, got nominated. Uh, like he won an Academy award for, uh, producing, not for acting, but every single okay. one of the best supporting actor nominees this year has won an Academy Award. Get the fuck out of here. Yeah. So Jeez. it's just this lazy, and again, it's this idea of, you know, we've been talking a lot about comic book movies, but again, like to go back to the other thing I said of like, you know, Parasite was this really great movie. It, people are really clearly recognizing it was great. What about the actors? And you can't even be like, well, I mean, it's harder because they like, you know, they weren't speaking English. You fucking nominated Antonio Banderas for like the Amaldivar film that he did. So like you're clearly cool with like guys acting in a different language and subtitles and that it's it's fine if it's Antonio Banderas guy that, you know, from this country. But somehow mm-hmm. the act because again, like the guy and forgive me, I don't have the names in front of me, but the guy who played the father in Parasite and uh-huh. uh, the actress who played the daughter were both really phenomenal. And I really loved both of those performances. They should have been nominated. I also, the farewell itself should have been nominated. Lulu Wang should have been nominated for best director, but also the father in that was really great. And he's an actor that I've seen in a million things on American television. Like he acts all the time. He was the, uh, Chinese president in 24 like that dude pops up on TV all the time oh, okay right but on, it's right him on. and then the act the uh the woman who played the grandmother in the farewell who was phenomenal and then also like they showed the real grandmother at the end and it was like holy shit like like I thought this performance was good in a vacuum but seeing the woman yeah. like wow like right 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 <laughs> which again I mean, that's the that's the other ben thing Affleck, too that we go ahead I was just going to say, Ben Affleck patted himself on the back for how good of a job he did looking like a Hispanic man. No, no, he didn't look with Argo. He did not pat himself on the back. He managed to regurgitate his own shit and suck his own dick at the same time. He put the pictures at the end of the fucking movie. Fuck that They put pictures at the end of the movie of a side by side of him and the guy he played who was a Hispanic man who he did not look like. But he was wearing the same shirt. So <laughs> he had a beard. What an asshole. <laughs> also, uh, the guy who wrote that wrote Rise of Skywalker. <laughs> yeah, that's right. That's mm-hmm. right. Um, Argo fuck himself. Yeah. Right? I does. Uh, yeah. See, this is what happens. Remember right before the show, we said we're just going to touch on it and not yeah. go on a tangent. <sighs> yeah. But it's just it's so fucking stupid because we talk. <clears throat> this is a show where we talk about movies all year long. Yeah. And then this is supposed to be the thing where we're just like, the awards don't matter, but they're recognizing great movies. And then the shit pops up and you're just, what happened to, what happened to the great movies? I don't care if it made, I don't care if it made $3 million or $3 billion. A good one's a good one. 
Yeah. Who the fuck cares? I just, I was hoping, and again, again, I don't know what the fuck I was thinking. I thought Endgame would get the recognition of the end of a saga. Not like, not like all of these fucking nominations, but you're telling me through that entire thing. I'm because I'm not just going with Endgame, even though I think that's enough, but that the entire Infinity Saga, no one, not one fucking person acted well enough to be recognized by the Academy. Not one. Yeah. Of the hundreds of people. And again, it's all people that you love. Like you nominate Scarlett Johansson when she's other thing in other things. You nominate Josh yep. Brolin when he's in other things. Like, RDJ. Yeah. RDJ, RDJ was been like, nominated more than once. Yeah, like you these people somehow magically Benedict Cumberbatch. Like somehow all of these people, like when they're in different movies that aren't this one, uh-huh. somehow they give Academy Award performances. But when they get in this movie, they don't also Wait, yeah yeah where's my angela bassett come on come yeah, on yeah yeah like it's just it's so frustrating That's another one, lupita nyongo if you look yeah. at the list of people in these movies compared to the people that have been nominated or won academy awards yeah. there are so many lines drawn from one to another yet when we're in these they're not good enough yeah was bozeman nominated because i remember he he had like a lot of buzz but maybe oh, he didn't for, i don't think he was oh, oh. for black panther no, no, no. For uh, oh. did he, he played James Brown? I just remember he had a performance that had like a lot of buzz, but I don't think he got nominated. I do not remember if he was or not. Uh, but anyway, um, the other thing that I'm gonna we talked a lot about comic book movies. We don't have to keep talking about them, but I wouldn't mean to yell about something else about the Academy Awards because this out of everything, can we fix this? Your fucking mm-hmm. bullshit with your ten nominations. Fuck you. Like I'm yeah, just I'm so tired. One of the ten nominations because it gives you room to show how stupid you all are. Like with the <laughs> shit you find room to nominate. But also this cutesy bullshit of we can nominate 10, but then we only nominated nine. I hate uh-huh. it because then it's like, well, these were the only nine that were good. Motherfucker, Knives Out was brilliant. You nominated it for best screenplay, but like you couldn't find room for it. And then the farewell was great too. Like there were other shit as well. Like the like at least just nominate ten. So then I go like, well, those were the ten you picked. But like you explicitly go like, oh, we could have nominated one more. We just didn't want to. And they, they do it every good. year. There wasn't. An, there was. There were only nine. Only yeah. nine that were good enough. Like it somehow makes it weirdly more definitive. Like you're yeah. sure you're certain that you got it so right that it only could have been these nine. You know, because yeah, yeah, when yeah. it's five, it's like oh, we only got five. We would have nominated more, but we had to pick five, and these are the five uh-huh. we picked. But no, it's like we could pick ten, but you no, know, there's only nine. They're these ones. Only nine. No one these movies. These movies are great. The one that makes about them extra a special. And I fucking hate. Myself, because I made this deal, Molly and I gave, decided for some stupid fucking reason that we were going to watch all of these movies every year. We <laughs> so now I have to watch all these dumb fucking movies that you keep nominating. Yeah, <laughs> like, I'm with you. I'm with you. It's, it's, um, it sucks. Yeah. Anyways, I don't like movies anymore. I think, I think we should give up. Let's, let's make this podcast about something else. Like, I think we've really, you know, maybe that's it. Like, maybe that's the change we can bring in 2020. What else? What else are you interested in? Like, what else could we just? I'm interested in true crime. True crime. Oh, shit. That is lucrative. Let's be the first true crime podcast. That seems lucrative, and it seems the right time to get in on it. (laughs) Yeah. Uh, Unless you want to just improvise wacky characters we make up. I got nothing over here. Okay. We can can be that show. Oh, hey. uh, (laughs) I heard there's a guy coming in. Um, he's a dentist or something. 
Uh, hey, so, what's up, guys? Hey, how's how's it going? What's your I'm, thing? I'm, I'm a dentist who's also um, narcoleptic. Is this this is the part where we all laugh over it, right? <laughs> we just break character and laugh at it. That was good. Maybe we hate podcasts. Is that possible? Do we hate podcasts and movies? <laughs> Those are the two bits of culture I consume the most. I think. No, it's all I do is listen to podcasts and watch I'm gonna movies. Read more books. This is the last episode of this show. Oh man, maybe we could be a book. <laughs> we could just be a book club. It'll be our new thing. <clears throat> okay, we have a little bit of time left in the show. Um, just for a change of pace, <laughs> uh, can we talk about a comic book movie real quick? Oh, oh, sure. Okay. Just any comic book I just movie? want to, um, no, a specific one, because I want to clear up, maybe you can help me clear up this universe a little bit, because I'm really confused at this point. Okay. This, um, this trailer dropped for a movie about a, um, a Spider-Man villain, who was originally like a, I think he was supposed to be a horror villain, but now he just got like mixed into his, his rogue gallery, <laughs> um, and it's uh, it's Morbius. Was it the Living Vampire? Does sure. that sound right? That's Morbius, sad, that, the Living Vampire. It's some collection of words similar to that. Yes, <laughs> it's a rad fucking name, by the way. Yeah, Morbius, yeah. the Living Vampire. Anyways, yeah. um, the trailer came out, and it sure it looks cool. Whatever. I still didn't see. It's a Sony picture. I still haven't seen Venom. I don't know what they're doing over there. Really, I know you made you made into the Spider Verse. So that was so good. That movie was great. yeah. Yeah. Oh, hey, that so, one. Hey, that won an Academy Award. You know it what? It sure as fuck did. You know what? Oh, God. Thank you for stumbling into that, by the way. And that wasn't a diss on you, but I just, like, for reminding me of uh, the fact that, you know what? As much as the Academy Awards pisses me off, uh, it was really delightful when that won because that movie is great. <clears throat> no, it's it's great. I take it as the makeup Oscar for Wreck It Ralph not winning. Okay. I yeah. think Brave is a great. Great movie. Yeah. Wreck-It Ralph was better. Whatever. Mm -hmm. Yeah, okay. Uh, yeah, so but Morbius. Uh, I, I, okay, so this trailer comes out. It looks oh. interesting enough. Whatevs. At mm -hmm. the very end... I, I don't know. Hold on. Everyone go watch this trailer real quick if you don't want a spoiler for a trailer. I don't... That could be a thing. Anyways, we'll just wait right here. I'm uh, sick or whatever, and I'm going to do some stuff. I'm imagining they're still playing the podcast while they're watching the trailer. Oh, do we, should we time yeah, it? It's yeah. like, what, like two and a half minutes? I think it's like two and a half minutes. Oh, my okay. God. Jared Leto is such a fucking douchebag. Am I right? Can you imagine yeah. he crossed universes like that? Not a lot of people cross the universes. I, by the way, I had this thought real quick while they were watching the trailer. I'm just going to sneak this in here. Of uh, mm -hmm. I was I was talking to Molly about this the other night of like, someone should really just do a funny prank on Jared Leto where like, because he's a method actor, like just start casting him and stuff. That's like, no, um, so this character that you're going to play, his whole thing is that he eats human shit. Like that's his deal for, he for real does it. So, Hey, I know. Hey man, you want to get into character? Like, why don't you, like, why don't they just start doing that? Like, this guy loves that would, to, that would be fun. This guy yeah. loves to punch himself in the balls as hard as he can, like, repeatedly. That's his oh, thing. Over and over. I heard this guy, uh, the way I wrote him anyway, is that he sucks shit out of a dead dog's ass. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But a real, so, you know, like, hey, man. Like, for real, for real. That's whatever. part of his jam. Also, can't understate uh, this enough. This is the most important. He doesn't talk to any other human being ever. 
he lives in the mountains. So why don't you he, go there? And when he lives in the mountains, does he never works out, and he's always wearing a snowsuit. Yeah. So go be there, and when the production is ready, we'll come film your scenes. Don't worry. <laughs> don't worry, Jared. The lines are in your heart. <laughs> okay. Well, they got to be. <clears throat> They had, they had to this, watch guy, it, but... this one is a Benedictine monk who has taken a vow of silence and lives in the hills as a hermit. Yeah. Uh, he's, um, he also okay, still punches over. himself in the balls. Now... <laughs> uh, okay. And, and I heard he likes to gargle my nutsack. <laughs> anyway, we're all caught up now. We're all caught up. Now, what I find interesting... Uh, my beloved listeners about that trailer. This guy finds 30 seconds to Mars albums and smashes them. <laughs> That's his thing. Especially if it's vinyl. <laughs> if it's vinyl, he just snaps it in half. Every copy he finds. This this Sorry. guy this guy gives Oscars back for playing a part too stereotypical. <laughs> um is okay, cool. Sony's doing an Sony's doing their own thing because they also own the rights to this, I guess we'll call it the Spider-Verse. And so they've done their Venom thing. They've done their Into the Spider-Verse thing with Miles Morales. I'm digging it. I'm digging it. They're doing a Morbius thing now. Morbius the Living Vampire. That's rad. It looks kind of cool. Whatever. Um, Michael Keaton pops up. Yeah. So where are we at now? I was very confused by that. Also, um, there was, and I, I don't even take credit for this because I didn't even catch it when I watched it, but someone did like a freeze frame. There is a a poster or something in the background that is a Spider-Man costume at one point uh, that's like, you know, showing Spider-Man, but the costume that they show looks like Tobey Maguire's Spider-Man costume. Like it, it no, is boy. definitely not the, the, the one. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So I'm like, so yeah, all this is very confusing. I don't know if they're going with the Spider-Verse thing to like, I don't know if that was kind of their thought process if they made into the Spider-Verse to kind of prepare us as an audience for the idea that these different worlds could exist. But yeah, because you put Michael Keaton in it. I don't know. Yeah. So is the idea that Morbius and Venom, they take place in the same world as the Marvel Cinematic Universe? Here is, here is the thing, is that I don't know that Venom exists in this universe, except for they told me. Yeah. That this is the Sony into the Spider-Verse, Spider-Verse universe. <laughs> so, very, okay. And then yeah. Michael Keaton's there. So, so you're saying the Vulture's there and also out of prison... And so I have to also look up. Here's the thing is I was, I look, I went to the IMDB page and, um, in the top four listed in the credits is, uh, is J. Jonah Jameson played by, uh, JK Simmons. Yes. Yeah. So, which that so doesn't I necessarily have to imagine he's, the, he's living. Go ahead. Well, that means less just because he's now been in two different. Marvel universes of Spider-Man. You know what? I suppose you're right, except he... Was he, he the, is, like, talk show host one? <laughs> I guess you wouldn't know, because he's not in the trailer, but, like... Yeah, don't know. Don't know, except he's he's listed pretty up there in the credits. Well, and it seemed like... Yeah, I... 
I don't know. I don't understand this. I don't like it. I'm just going to say that. I don't, I don't like I'm it. A fan. I'm not a fan either. I really like those two things being isolated from one another. Yeah. Only because I know Venom wasn't really well received and Into the Spider-Verse and Miles Morales are their own fucking thing and you should leave them separate. So I, 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 that's, that's why I brought it up. I'm con, I'm confused. I sort of understand, but I'm hoping that I misunderstand, I guess. Well, it's also, I mean, again, it's weird because, uh, as I said, like Disney has a very specific thing that they do, and they're very careful about that. I do wonder, because this always hits me, because you and I are fucking nerds, uh, that like when I talk to- How dare you? How dare you? But when I talk to normal people, Uh that like- (laughs) They're You're talking about stable people. Yeah, yeah, yeah. People with like okay. rich lives. <laughs> well adjusted people. Yeah, yeah. When I talk to them, I realize that like there are people who they they don't know. Like Wonder Woman's coming out and they think that that's a Marvel movie. Like there are people like yeah, this. Sure, sure, like sure. they just they they're not watching closely. They don't watch all of the MCU stuff. Like they they don't. So like you don't act like an asshole to them when they say no, that shit, no, no. do you? I okay, never do, because I, I, I totally understand it, because, again, those people are better off. I, I just know that. <laughs> Their world is better. Uh, but, uh, no, I, I just wonder, but for them, like, the I don't, like, I would assume, based on the way my brain works, that people know that Sony owns Spider-Man and that Disney owns everything else, and they worked out a deal. There was a there was a fair amount of news coverage about it, so I don't think it's like a secret. I don't think you have to be like super in the know, but I do think there's a lot of people who that isn't their world. They're not tracking that, and I do wonder for them if this is confusing and if like you know Sony probably benefits from the confusion, and but also. Not you know, not that we should ever feel bad for Disney, but it could potentially be risky for them in terms of like they wanted Spider Man in their movies, but now that it like if you're tying these movies to those movies, it's tying these movies to the MCU, which then like and they put the big fucking Marvel logo at the beginning, so like I'm sure there's a not insignificant percentage of people who just assume this is the same as like captain marvel yeah exactly and that's the part that that's that's frustrating is it says in association with marvel yeah but then but then you know the story of well sony's gonna sony's keeping spider-man and killing that franchise but then apparently apparently peter parker called them up late one night drunk and said please can i still be spider-man and they said yes so was this their compromise of we're gonna slowly kind of merge the two because i don't think they should be merged well also if you're you're gonna do it do it right like sony just collect your paycheck and let let the other people do it because I don't I don't know how well it's going to end up otherwise. Well, if you're going to merge the two and maybe this is what they'll set up in this one, don't you kind of have to be like this is a different universe and maybe the cuz I think the the deal is like they're going to make one more uh like standalone Spider-Man and I think like maybe one more like he's in the MCU. Like I right, think that was the right. deal they worked out, but I'm I almost right. I'm almost like guessing that you're going to have to 
Spider-Verse him and like have that character transition him in like literally yeah like transition to this other world that should be a separate (laughs) world which is fits very well with comic books in general and maybe that's what they're establishing who knows maybe we'll go see this movie and maybe it turns out this is a different version of the vulture it's not the one we saw if you want to make if you want to make uh spider-man and venom versus a sinister six that that consists of like a morbius a vulture a scorpion um, well, now you killed him. But a bunch of those random ass, weird fucking Spider-Man villains, I'm down with that. Can I, I don't care how good or bad it is. I will watch that shit. Can I make a request if we're going to do this? Which I think they do want to do this because this was always their goal. This was their goal with the Andrew Garfield franchise and people hated it too much and they couldn't get uh-huh. it off the ground. But that's what they were hoping to set up. Sure. Uh, but if yeah. we're doing this and if we've already established that you can bring back people from the Sam Raimi movies because you did it with uh, J.K. Simmons. Mm-hmm. Willem Dafoe for Green Goblin? <laughs> <laughs> no more goblins. The goblins don't work. I don't want your Green Goblin. I don't want your Hobgoblin. I don't want your Demo Goblin. But I, Keep come your on. stupid goblins out of I it. want him in there going, Spider-Man! Oh, tw- 20 years later? Yeah, yeah, sure. Let's do that. Let's yeah. do that. <laughs> also, where's that man's Academy Award? Just he's to put just, a button on all of this. He, he, he is, He's just... He's just crow's feet. That's all he is. He's just crow's feet in a mask. Willem Dafoe is great, and I will not have you besmirch him. And ha- I'm not besmirching him. I'm just saying he's a man of a certain age. Look, if I had ever gotten around to watching that Florida Project movie that everyone said was good, <laughs> I'm sure he was great in it. It's still saved. It's still saved on my Amazon. <laughs> but I'm too busy watching him in John Wick, okay? Which he is great in, for He's sure. Great. I have never been. I have never been anything but really excited every time Willem Dafoe shows up on screen, and it's excited in several different ways that are yeah. none of your business, as far as I'm. You know concerned. what? Here, the last two thoughts that I have since I brought up John Wick. One, uh, I haven't finished it yet, but I watched two thirds of uh, John Wick Three Parabellum. I really yeah. enjoyed what I like so far. Yeah, uh, I'd love to live in a world of more nuance where that motherfucker got nominated for best cinematography because every shot in that movie is beautiful and it is it, like, beautiful. It just looked great, but also, where is Ian McShane's Oscar? <laughs> okay, I'm in the okay in the weeks leading up to the Oscars. I challenge us both to look look back at 2019 and just just to show we're not biased just yeah. towards like science fiction and comic book movies of shit that's like yeah it was a blockbuster or yeah it was just fun or yeah it was just like niche or yeah it might be a cult movie in the future but isn't it good did you not even see the fucking movie it was good <laughs> You know what? I like that. Maybe that's what we do. We do, like, right before the Oscars, we do our own, like, week before, like, just the, like, superhero Oscars. <laughs> you know, like, the comic book movie where we just go, we comb through what was out there. Like, we could open it up. It could be, like, comic book. It could be, like, John Wick. Like, you know, just, like, really look at the performances that are never going to get acknowledged. Yeah, you know, yeah, let's let's look at the really big ones. And honestly, I don't even know if you can look at the really little oh, ones anymore. Oh, Molly's saying horror, too, which I like. Yeah, let's look at them. Let's just look at them. And yeah, just, just the overlooked genre. Uh, we'll work on the name, but, you know. Yeah, yeah I like it. I like it. But also, uh, speaking of uh, reactions that are private and you you all are not privy to, the way, every time Ian McShane says Jonathan, I just like... 
This is nice, isn't it? Yeah, it is. It's, it's, yeah, it's yeah. lovely. Well, there's a little ascot. The character's so great. <laughs> he's, an, he's an adorable little character. Yeah. I, I like him so much that I don't even care that I don't understand how he works from movie to movie. Because his, his personal ethics seem to slide around a bit. But it's fine. Yeah, I guess. Look. <laughs> yeah, he has situational ethics. But you know who's Look, consistent were... is fucking Lance Reddick, who's nailing it. And uh, Lance Reddick is nailing it. Also, yeah. there were two German shepherds in that movie that did kung fu. Yeah. Believably did kung fu. I'm just so... saying, if you guys are just watching movies about playwrights getting divorces, your your lives are not as rich as Mars. That's all I'm saying. Jesus. <sighs> anyway, remember, question everything. For Joel Murphy, this is Lars Big Vinegar Periwinkle. Remember, kids, question everything. What was that? That's the new official sign-off. I like that. That was very official. You like that? Yeah, I'm going to be doing that from now on.
Cause we're hitting record. <laughs> Good to hit record at the computer. Is a podcast recording? <laughs> Talk about some fun stuff. Two guys with beers talking about <laughs> their lives. <laughs> Hobo Radio is a production of Hobotrashcan.com. If you enjoyed the show, please rate or review it on iTunes. Hear more great shows on the Peak Sloth Podcast Network, like this one. This is Joe. And this is Chris. From the Curioso Podcast. You are currently listening to The Hobo Radio. Joe, do hobos listen to Hobo Radio? I think so. They have one in their stick and bindle, right? Uh, That's called a bindle stiff, sir. Bindle stiff. And you know what? If you listen to the Curioso, you will get to know things like that. Because we talk about the weird, the strange, the bizarre, and sometimes the mundane that you just don't know. So enjoy your two hobos, but you can catch us at thecurioso.com on the Peak Sloth Podcast Network. Nicholas Cage wants you to.